and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning uh, the ethics of the fathers and we are in chapter 6, Mishnah 1. We've been um, discussing this Mishnah for a few weeks because it's a very long Mishnah. Basically, it's Rabbi Meir saying what makes up a, a Torah scholar, what makes a true Torah scholar. And, um, and he repeats it many times, but basically a, a Torah scholar is a person that learns Torah, Lishma, for the sake of heaven. He has no personal agenda. He's not doing it to be a great rabbi. He's not doing it for honor. He's not doing it to, to have a, a lot of students around him. He does it for Hashem. That's the only reason he learns, because this is what Hashem wants from him, this is what he's asking from him, and uh, that's what he does. So, so last week we were saying that, um, that the person who studies Lishma, from him people enjoy counsel and wisdom, understanding and strength, as it said, mine are counsel and wisdom, and I'm understanding, mine is strength. And today it says that Torah gives him kingship and dominion and an analytical judgment. The secrets of the Torah are revealed to him. He becomes like a spring flowing stronger and stronger and like an unceasing river. He becomes modest and patient and forgiving of insult to himself. The Torah makes him great and exalts him above all things. So we see that a person that learns Torah Lishma, that tor learns Torah for the sake of heaven, to bring joy to God, really Hashem gives him much, much more than he could ever envision. And um, it says that the Torah gives him kingship and dominion. So what does this mean? Like we know that a person that learns Lishma is a person that doesn't want to be the ruler of the world. He's a very humble person. He doesn't need to be a king. So the Rabbi Tversky, in his, in his book, the Visions of the Fathers, he, he, he says here that the, the Mishnah, what the, one of the interpretations of this Mishnah, is that the, the truly powerful person is a person who is a master over himself. And this is why it says it gives him rulership and, um, and kingship, that it makes him a, a dominion, that he can dominate. It doesn't mean that he becomes this uh, despot, uh, totalitarian king. What it means is that he himself controls himself. So indeed Solomon, King Solomon, the wisest of all men, says, one who is master over himself is superior to one who conquers a city. And the master to which a Torah scholar aspires to be a master over himself and not a pan at the mercy of his drives. So this is what Rabbi Meir in this Mishnah is saying about a person that the, the, the person that learns Torah Lishma becomes a, a, a Hashem gives him kingship and dominion. This is what it means. He becomes a king of his body. You know, the Alter Reb explains in the Tanya that um, that the body the, the body is like a city and you have two two people fighting inside of you two 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 uh, energies fighting inside of you to control this city one is your godly soul and the other one is your animal soul and whoever prevails is going to be the one that is in control of that city. But the two of them at the same time cannot control the city. 
So if a person learns Torah Lishma, Hashem is going to help him control his drives. He's going to help him to be a master of his animalistic nature. And in that way, he's always going to be in control. So it says here that the, the, the Melech refers to a king who rules with the consent of the, of the populace. A Melech is a king that is approved by the substitutes like now we're coming into Rosh Hashanah and we're gonna coronate Hashem we are coronating Hashem we're choosing him as our king but there's a another type of, of, of ruler called a Moshel and this one is one who occupies the position by force so the teachings of the Torah apply to all times and the Mishnah may be telling us that there are two ways in which the Torah scholar can achieve his self-mastery one is by subjugating the, the body by full force, is denying it the desires of the body. Uh, this is a person that is gonna become an ascetic, a person that's not gonna have any pleasure of the world, right? And in this way, he becomes like a tzaddik, he's a, a tzaddikim, who, and he, in this way, he's eradicating the desires of the body. Uh, but today, we, we don't go with this. This is not the, the ideal, a way of life it's more the Torah is, is, is Hashem created a material world for us to 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 elevate to use it for his service so if you don't serve a meal on Shabbos then you're not elevating the meal you're not really serving Hashem so it says here that it is recommended that they be subliminated and channeled toward proper goals so Hashem gives us a, a, a material world a very delicious material world that really we need to learn how to work with it we need to uh, take advantage of it and use it for Hashem and not for our own uh, bodily pleasures and desires. This is the whole concept and that's why the Torah has so many guidelines for every type of things we do, how we eat, how we dress, how we uh, maintain a, uh, an intimate relationship with our spouse. Uh, all these things are guidelines, are, are a path in which, yes, there's a world, there's a material world, you can take advantage of it, but always with God in mind. And this is what makes a person a king, a melech. So, so it says here also that the, the Torah will give him analytical judgment, and Rabbi Tversky says it's analytical judgment, you need to Torah scholar. There's many people who don't learn Torah and they have very good analytical judgment, they, they, they have common sense. So what the Mishnah is referring here is to, to true analytical judgment which the Torah scholar can apply in a ruling of law. So what it means is that the person is not going to make his own conclusions, they're not going to come from his own common sense. The common sense comes from the Torah, from the Torah, from the truth, from the met, from Hashem. And then it says the secrets of the Torah are revealed to him. So the secrets of the Torah are revealed to one who learns Torah Lishma. Like a person can, doesn't need, a person that learns Torah for the sake of heaven, Hashem is going to tell him all his secrets. They're going to be revealed to him. He doesn't need to go to the Guru, he doesn't need to go to the Kabbalists, he doesn't need to learn Kabbalah. Everything will come to him 
because it's gonna be a receptacle. It's gonna be a, re a, a vessel for, for the revealed, uh, the concealed part of the Torah. So, so we see here that this Mishnah finishes off and it says it becomes like a spring flowing stronger and stronger and like an un unceasing river. What it means is that a person that, le that learns Lishma Torah, Torah Lishma, he learns for the sake of God, he's gonna teach to everybody. He's not gonna want to keep the secrets of what he's learned. He's gonna give it to everybody. He's gonna have so many students and he's gonna give them everything he knows. So he becomes like a spring of water. How is a spring of water? The more water you take out of it, the more water it produces. That's how it is. So when a, when a person uh, doesn't wanna give his Torah, doesn't wanna teach what he knows, he, do, he gives you a little bit, but he doesn't want him, you to know so much, then that person really is not learning Lishma Torah. He's learning for his own sake. He wants to be honored. He wants to be on top of everybody else. And then at the end of this Mishnah, it says he becomes modest, patient, and forgiving of insult to himself. And the Torah makes him great and exalts him above all things. So chapter 6 is really a collection of teachings of our sages that was appended to the tractate. It's like a recopilation of everything that we've learned before. And, um, and this end of the, of, the, of the Mishnah, Rabbi Tversky, he's a brilliant rabbi, and he says that the environmental influences in today's world, world are particularly threatening. Like today, we are confronted with, with I don't know how to explain this, but in my head I say, thank God I already have grown up children and I'm already, I'm a grandmother because to educate children today in this world with this value system that is so conflicting and that they're so, their minds are so open-minded because the world is open now, it is very hard to protect your children from all these influences. You have children from very religious homes and nevertheless, they have these ideas put into their heads of things that are completely antithetical to Torah and they start seeing them as something that is okay. So he says, he says Rabbi Tversky, and he's a, a brilliant psychiatrist, he, he's an MD, he sees many people with many issues, and he sees that printed and graphic media have shed all restraints and under protection of the First Amendment, concepts of corruption, violence and immorality are widely disseminated like the amount of sexual exploitation of people of children of babies of women of, of men of boys going around in the world is beyond my life beyond my i've never seen so much of this in the news all day in the social media everywhere so it says here that he's often asked, what is there that a family can do today to prevent their children from being influenced by this toxic environment? And the answer that Rabbi Tversky gives us, which is so relevant for us, for all of us, is that he says, and I'm gonna say it, uh, quote it exact as he writes it, if we wish to save our children from the prevailing decadence, we must achieve what the Mishnah says to be exalted above all things. We must elevate ourselves to a level of spirituality where we are so far above our environment that its toxic behavior cannot reach us. This requires us to observe the Torah Lishma. 
we have to start keeping Torah and mitzvahs for the sake of heaven, for the sake of God, only for Him, not with an agenda, not with the, okay, I'm going to give you tzedakah so I can have parnasa. Okay, I'm going to keep this mitzvah, but then I need this. No. Do everything for God. Do it wholeheartedly. And like the, 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 the Torah portion today says, Kitavot, serve God with joy, with joy, with gladness of heart. This is the most important thing. And the demands upon us are much greater than those made of our ancestors. If an enemy attacks with spears and arrows, in the olden days, there, a war was fought with spears and arrows. So people used to put on a shield. That, that, that would be adequate enough to, 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 to defend them. But today, we are not attacked with spears and arrows. We are at attacked with, with missiles and bombs and, and, and drugs and all these things. So how do we protect ourselves? So Rabbi, Rabbi Tversky says, like, this Mishnah really is an eye-opener, and it really is giving you the answer. Everything you do for God, do it for Him. Don't have an agenda. Don't do it for you. Don't do it for any other reason. Do it so you can give Hashem what he envisions you to be doing in this world and, and making a dwelling place for him in this world. Your job in this world is to make a house for Hashem. And Hashem is busy making a house for you up there, him giving you the rewards you're going to get afterwards. But our job is to make his house here. That's what we should be worried about every day. How can I be better for him? How can I do this mitzvah more, more mindful? How can I show Hashem today that I love him with all my heart? This is a question. So when your kids in your home see you that you have um, a, a true heart, you're, you're a true person, you're truly true to God, they'll be the same. They'll follow you. Don't worry so much about your kids. Worry about you. That the way that you follow Hashem, is gonna, that your kids are going to follow you too. So be, be truthful. And so I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.